Fearless family, welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Footballer podcast. Last episode, I spoke about the 12 months, very quickly, very briefly, the 12 months that I spent at the Adelaide Crows, and I wanted to deep a little bit, dive a little bit deeper into the day that I got delisted and talk through that and the experiences, the emotions that I felt, because I think it's pretty important. There's a lot of learnings out of that. So, it all started off, I touched on it briefly in my last episode, we were driving out to pick up our new puppy who was 12 weeks old. We picked him up on the way back to confirm my manager did call me on that trip. He called me, he said, look, expect a call from the Adelaide Crows today about your exit meeting. I've heard that they're doing some delistings today. I'm not sure what yours is going to be like, but expect some news from there. So I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. The drive out to pick up the dog was a little while away. So about 15 minutes later, the general manager, this guy who sort of oversees the football club and operations and those sorts of things, gave me a call and he said, we'd like you to come in for your exit meeting today at this time. And I was like, yep, okay, cool. That was a short, sweet phone call and I was like this could either be really good hoping for the best hoping for another 12-month contract and another opportunity to prove myself because I did get injured through the year I missed five weeks there we only played I think a total of 14 games in the SANFL because there was a few buys and those sorts of things so I think no, I think we played about 18 or 19 and I only played about 14 games so I was hoping for another opportunity to prove myself, another opportunity in the system to get better. And then my manager, just before I was about to leave for the football club, called me and said, look, things aren't looking that great for you. It looks like you're going to be delisted. I'm not 100% sure yet, but just expect some news of that sort and maybe prepare a few questions for them to ask and just gave me a little bit of a heads up, which sort of my stomach sank and I was, yeah, just in a little bit of shock and there was so many thoughts going through my head. I was like, how can this happen after only spending 10 months at that point at the Adelaide Crows and having your dream ripped away from you and those sorts of things and sort of still went in fairly optimistic and the energy in the room when I did walk through those doors was very miserable and I just yeah I knew that I wasn't going to be getting another contract so they basically sat me down and said look we're not going to be extending another contract for you and these are kind of the reasons why one of them was they expected me to quote trip over 30 disposals a game in the SNFL as an 18 year old which was definitely not fully developed at that stage in a losing team as well and playing majority of my football either half forward or on the wing. Played the first part of the season or first few games through the midfield and then got moved to the wing after that. And another one, another reason why I got delisted was because I they thought I went backwards from the previous year. So I spent five weeks at the footy club training and comparing that five weeks to the 12 months that I spent at the football club, they thought I went backwards, which I find that a little bit hard to believe because I'm not someone who doesn't work their ass off to get opportunities. I pride myself on my work ethic and those sorts of things. And 
I would always be in there on the day off completing an extra upper body session to help me put on size and strength and those sorts of things because it was something that I lacked going in, doing extra recovery sessions. My diet was squeaky clean. I was catching up with a welfare person, the nutritionist and those sorts of things those sorts of things and I'm not someone who doesn't put all their eggs in one basket I'm I'm an all or nothing type of person so hearing that I've gone backwards whilst putting in all that work was pretty hard to hear and I think that was about it and they eventually asked if I had any questions or anything like that and I sort of just asked why would you pick me up why would you have me for 12 months and then move me on and they I can't even remember their uh, their response to that because everything sort of just got mixed in with one kind one response as I was just feeling all these different emotions. But it was it was I didn't say too much during that meeting as well. Like I was sort of just listening and trying not to break down. I had a very croaky voice when I asked that question alone and just accepted the response because there's nothing I could do to change their mind. And at the end of the meeting, they just said, we hope you go out and prove us wrong. But at this stage, we don't see you as part of our future, which, yeah, is pretty tough to hear after your father had spent 16 years at the club, serving the club and doing everything um, to get them success. And then you come through and you're just not quite at that level. And for whatever reason, was moved on. So I remember speaking to the coach a couple years later, just asking for a little bit of feedback. And he mentioned the tripping over 30 disposals again. And I just asked him, like, did you think that was reasonable and realistic for an 18-year-old that was underdeveloped? And you guys could see that at that stage as well. Physically, I was underdeveloped. Um, Mentally, as an 18-year-old, you need time to mature and those sorts of things as well. And he just said to me, he doesn't want to go back on old terms and bring up old things. And it just felt like a little bit of a cop-out. I don't want to speak poorly on the club because there was plenty of positive experiences as well. But this is just my story. This is my journey and what I was sort of told and left with no real answers and reasons as to why I was moved on. And I've got a few inklings as to why, but just not having that clarity and that confirmation to say this is specifically why is pretty hard to hear because I remember them telling me, look, we think you can work on, I think I asked the question, what what can I work on? What can I improve on? And they said my decision-making, my kicking, my composure, all, like all this sort of stuff that 12 months prior was a strength of mine and now all of a sudden it's a weakness and it felt like a little bit of a cop-out, but that's the industry. It's a brutal industry. So if you're in the industry right now and you're listening to this, don't take it for granted. You've got the best job in the world, literally looking after your body to play football on the weekends. You're getting paid for that, a full-time wage and a very good money as well. Don't take that for granted and use every day to try and get that little bit better. Ask as many questions as possible. That's something that I regret on that day is not sort of having three or four questions that I could have asked those guys as to why I'm getting moved on. But I mean, as an 18 year old and just having all these emotions run through you and not knowing what your next move is, is it's yeah, it's hard to deal with. And I remember going 
home. I remember walking to the car, sat in the car for probably 15 minutes, just bawling my eyes out. And my cousin was there at the time as well because he got delisted at the same time. And yeah, we kind of broke down together and it was our childhood dream to play AFL, play with each other and those sorts of things. And to have it taken away at so early without a chance to prove yourself and without a chance to make your mark and make your dent in the club is is hard to deal with and those sorts of things. So the next episode is going to be on what my next move was and my thought process. When I got home, I remember I went straight to my room and just pretty much did nothing for the next hour or two and sat in silence for a bit. Mum and dad come into the room, tried to pump me up and but I just didn't really want to buy of it because it was a pretty traumatic experience. But it is what it is. It's five years ago, six years ago now, and I'm looking looking forward moving on to bigger and better things. So one piece of advice, stand up for yourself. Go in there with a list of questions if you are at that stage or if you're at the footy club, you're in contract make the most of every opportunity you've got or if you're wanting to get to the AFL focus on your strengths because they're going to be the things that keep you on a list they're going to things that are going to get you drafted and get the attention of recruiters and those sorts of things those things so that's my biggest piece of advice go out there and stay fearless <laughs>